For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, what is going on, everybody? This is Jaybird watching. I am Chris, and I'll be hosting tonight. Along with me, we have our partners and friends in crime. We got Craig Borden. We got Adam Corsair, Brendan Panikar. Not with us tonight. Making plans for the wedding. You go to oh, you and, and get all that done. No, he's uh, in Ryu rehab. He is in, yeah, sorry. He's in Ryu rehab. He's working some things oh, out. Man. Got some kinks. Uh, <laughs> gotta get ready. Before we get going, gotta say uh, we are part of Stadium Scene. They do uh, plenty of great things over there to help us out. And also with Jay's Journal, go and check them out for all your reading pleasures. And you can find us on there as well. Uh, Craig, you have a contest uh, with some Twitter followers. Um, we'll be announcing that towards the end of the show. So please stay tuned. And make sure you, you have a victor on listening. What is that? Is that a, a Lego? It's kind Lego of like hat? a Lego brick. Yeah, Lego brick Blue Jay hat, man. So, so stay tuned and listening later it's on. Mostly the show. complete. Just before picks to click, I think we'll uh, we'll we'll figure out that winner. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Uh, listening for what's going on, boys. How are you feeling so far uh, through this week? Are, are we on a high? Are we on a low? Do we care? Do we not care? What's going on? What What's going through your minds right now? You can take Game on, man. Yeah. <laughs> after night, after last night, how are you not pumped? It was just freaking insane, you know. The fact that we we were ahead, but it wasn't ever comfortable, right? We were up by one. Okay, great. You know, we were almost expecting against the Red Sox to have some kind of a random implode or whatever might happen, right? But then the um, inevitable i guess it happened and jimmy Gar jimmy garcia got beat up is the nice way of putting it right and the blue jays turn around and come back in the ninth inning and walk it off perfect so i think that summarizes our se season up to this point because it's just been a yeah. freaking slog to go through everything right now too we have we've had one quasi blowout game and that was against the red sox and it was really only a 5-1 run lead <laughs> so yeah. I am so dying for one of those games where we put up a crooked number. It's not even funny, but that's really the only thing to me that is missing for this Blue Jays season so far. Adam, what do you think? I still haven't lost the series, and that includes this one, the one that we're in right now. Good things um, are happening. Can so win the series. We can win the series. Um, yeah. It's look. I, I think right now we have the second best record, if I'm not mistaken. Did the Mets win today? I no, they almost got into a giant fight. I saw the brawl. I, yeah. Yeah, they were winning at the time of the brawl. Because <laughs> I know they have, as of this morning when I checked, they had the best record in baseball. Um, we def we're definitely up there. Uh, this team is firing. It was really, really, really comforting to see Barrios pitch well um, against the Boston. Mets, sorry, the Mets and Giants are ahead of us right now and tied with the Dodgers. Okay. Yeah. All right. So the Mets lost today, but the, and so did the Dodgers. Actually, I watched that game. So okay, 
okay. they're stuck at 12 and 6. That makes sense. All right, so like us being 12 and 6, right now we're ahead of the Yankees by a half a game. We're ahead of Tampa Bay by two and a half. I know it's way too early for standings and whatnot, but um, no one really should be paying much attention to that until late April, but I'm a psychopath. Um, I, I just think seeing this team hit, that's what you want to want to see. You don't want to see too many slumps. And it seems like players like Chapman, um, players like even uh, Tapia, they're, they're producing, right? They're producing mm-hmm. at, a, at a level that I don't necessarily, well, with the exception of Chapman, Tapia in particular, I don't know that we were expecting even this level of production. It's not even outstanding. It's not even that great. It's just, it's good. Um, it's enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's what you need from him as a as a utility player, and uh, you know, I, I'm encouraged. I'm encouraged by what I'm seeing, and I think having this level of uh, play heading into the month of May is very good. Uh, my biggest fear was that they were going to be just a little bit below or at 500 to end the month of April. That's an impossibility right now so they're going to finish very well into april so that whole old homage of you can't win a playoff spot in april but you can lose one does not apply to the blue jays in 2022 yep well done and just yeah. to, just for the record brendan says he's not in Ryu rehab yeah he would say that <laughs> he would say that it's yeah. complete denial at this point mm. have mm-hmm. you seen Ryu lately have you seen brendan lately no nope. they're in the same place coincidence yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's get right into it from last week friday night in houston matt chapman uh had a pretty good stretch late into last week he's cooled off as of late uh driving in the game winning double with guerrero absolutely flying around the bases boys how about guerrero's speed this year so far it's been Pretty damn impressive. That boy can run those bases. Espinal and Zimmer went back-to-back with home runs, making Verlander look human as well. And you know what? Four innings from Stripling. You might have wanted one more inning out of him, but beggars can't be choosers, right? He's coming in kind of in a tough spot. Uh, We'll go into Saturday, Manoa, with another big outing for the Blue Jays, as he's done in his last three starts. Uh, Bullpen also looks solid with Phelps, Barucki, Garcia, and Simber coming in to shut things down espinal with another home run that kid is hot uh springer also with us uh with a home run in his first at bat being uh being back at minime park and then sunday we're not really going to talk too much about sunday because it didn't happen uh with the uh with the walk-off home Ooh, run from pena after romano uh so the blue jays could not complete the sweep bullpen looked really shaky but uh as of notes collins with another home run there and guriel hits his first home run of the year which i think was pretty overdue for him because he's looked pretty i don't want to say he's he's been good but he's looked fairly consistent as this month has gone on um adam what do you think about guriel so far this year um, as we know, he's, he's typically a very up and down player, but if we could see some real nice consistency out of this guy, that makes this lineup even more dangerous. What do you think about Gurriel in this early season? Typically, isn't he a, a, a slow starter? Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't really get that hot until about May, mm-hmm. end of May into June. So I, I don't really have too many concerns. And the way this offense is clicking, uh, specifically with Bo starting to hit, uh, more consistently now um it will mitigate those sort of i don't want to say holes but those sort of lulls or those mm-hmm. slow starts when it comes to Gurriel. uh so i'm not concerned i think he'll be just fine i think give him some time uh especially he's getting every day regular at bats anyway so mm-hmm. um i have i have zero concerns when it comes to him i'm not looking for him to hit for power i'm just looking for him to make contact and just produce that's all i care about yeah. Yeah, you guys know I've been gushing over Guriel and don't trade that man. <laughs> I still felt felt like that. Um, even come August last year, you were starting to see him trend up and have a good, strong end of his season last year. Um, I really think that this, the Loris Guriel Jr. that we saw in the second half last year is actually the real Loris Guriel Jr. There was something mm-hmm. brewing there, and there was something really, really good coming. I really didn't think it was going to come on like that at the end of the season. He basically carried a good chunk of this offense, in the, especially in the September time frame where he was just in fuego would be the nice way of saying it. Um, I, I'm very encouraged for the fact that he's off to a, a, what I'd say the regular part of his game. 
I think he's hitting on all cylinders with that part where he is actually just making solid contact, driving in runs. The home runs will come, but I never saw him as a guy that was going to hit 30, 40 home runs a year. I figured he was going to bat where in the you know five, six hole in this lineup, especially with all the other talent that we have, maybe match 20 home runs, but drive close to a hundred hundred runs in and score close to a hundred runs. You know, he's a, to me, he's a contact hard line drive hitter mm-hmm. and, He's just one of those guys that <laughs> Roberto Alomar did it for years. You know, he hits hard line drives. Enough of them are going to carry over the wall in the season. It's just how it is. And it doesn't shock me. It took him this long to get that first home run. But when he did get that, he laced it to your point, Chris. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll go on to, I guess, I guess the other glaring point from the weekend is Jordan Romano um, giving up the home run. Do you think, Craig, was that more attributed to going down 2-0 and uh, and having to get one across the plate uh, to Pena? Is it just got beat, got beat by a good hitter? Do you think it's some of the workload uh, so far from the first part of the year? To me, blind damn luck. <laughs> and this is what baseball is. Um, not, and this is no knock on Pena. He is a, I think he's going to be one of the better players in that lineup there in Houston in the very near mm-hmm. future. But to the point that he was also the guy that gave the Blue Jays the lead in the inning before that when he kicked the ball. Mm-hmm. This is baseball in a nutshell. The guy that makes the error ends up being the savior at the end of the day. It happens all the time. It was just one of those things. It wasn't a horrible pitch. Romano blew it through him, and um, he happened to just get a good chunk of it, and it went over the wall. So it could be a little workload later or related with Romano period. But to that point, I'm not scared by it one bit. Um, he had a rough series against a really good team is the way I saw it. But we saw him come out the other night and look like the, the Romano we've seen that ran through a 30 game uh, consecutive save streak. Mm-hmm. Adam, I'm, I'm going to go over to you, but I'm going to expand on this a little bit. Um, are you concerned at all? They, the bullpen has thrown quite a few innings already this year. Um, we did get some very steady performances out of Gosman and Barrios even lately to help mitigate some of the innings that they, they've needed to pitch. Do you think or are you concerned at all about this bullpen burning out at any point? No, at least not this early. Um I don't know. I, I I think this bullpen right now, with maybe the exception of Ryan Barucki, well, even though I, I think he's on the ten day. I yeah, he right just now. went on ten day. Had a blister on his pitching hand. Yeah, I, I think his days are numbered as a Blue Jay anyway. But um, it's it's light years better than last season's bullpen, and mm-hmm. that's not even that difficult to do. Um, <laughs> Throw so <dirt>. insert guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's really all hands on deck right now, and. Uh, am I concerned that this is going to be a detriment or work to the detriment in terms of innings pitches? No, I think when you have it, it really all depends on if Ryu gets right, right? If Ryu gets right, and uh, again, if he can just come back and be just a little better, he is, I'm not looking for that that Cy Young candidate Ryu kind of. Uh, I think he needs to be a lot better than what be he great. was. Yes, yeah, yes. Exactly. I mean, that would be great, but that's not happening. Like, sorry, Brendan, if you're listening, it's it's just not coming back. But he doesn't have to be that, right? Um, and the expectation ought not to be for him to be that. But if he can give you five, six innings of solid production, then you have guys like, if you need long innings out of the bullpen from Stripling, he'll give it to you. Um, if Nate Pearson can come back and uh, throw well and give you some longevity out of the bullpen, if he's not the closer by this time, that's going to help the bullpen out a lot. Um, was it come May 2nd, they have to cut two bullpen guys? Mm-hmm. So, well, uh, is it two bullpen guys? Yeah, it has well, to, I, be, it, right now with our current construction, I think to, Adam's correct. Yeah. Okay. Cause you have 15 bullpen guys right so, now. Yeah. We have to be under so many pitchers on the roster yeah. period. 15. It's 15 pitchers. Yeah. So that might work to their detriment. So it really just depends on if everything breaks right. Um, mm-hmm. A lot is riding on both Ryu and Pearson coming out and just being better. They don't have to be great. They just have to be better. Um, and, uh, you know, to his credit, Romano, after getting up that bomb, shaves his mustache, bro. That's baseball <laughs> superstition. I don't know if anyone noticed that, but shaved off that mustache. That 
Oh, yeah. Danny Jansen, huh? <laughs> Shaved off that mustache. And look, I'd rather I'd rather see him come back and you know bounce back from that and not get in his own head and still perform well. You can say whatever you want about the consecutive save uh save streak. You can say it's what 31 he had. Um yeah. it's fantastic. And I'm sure whether or not he was even aware of it, I wouldn't be surprised if he wasn't. And that's not a knock on him. It's just I don't know how you missed that. Yeah, sometimes people (laughs) just don't want to pay attention to it. Um, (laughs) You know, you got to give him credit that he picked himself back up and he he's he pitched well out of the bullpen against Boston. So it's not in his head. It's not in between the years. So when I'm, I'm rambling here, when it comes to the bullpen, no, I don't really have concerns about their their innings logs right now. So you brought up something interesting there, Adam, though. Did you guys know that this current bullpen has Taylor Saucedo, to, as of today, has Andrew Vasquez. Yes. And we also have Bowden Francis in this rotation, right, or in this bullpen right now. Uh, those three guys are, in my opinion, phew, as soon as that roster thing happens. Uh, you guys can argue other points with me or whatnot, but it's not like the main core of this lo- ro- uh, bullpen's going anywhere between Phelps, Richards, Merriweather would be the guy on the tipping point, but when those other guys, I think they're, you know, you're going to run with him, but maybe not. I don't think so, you cut the sauce. I, I, think I Right now, without Barucki, I feel like that's not a bad deal, but they also just brought Vasquez up and they'll mm. demo him in that time frame, too. Uh, yeah, so by the time Barucki yeah. is healthy, they're not going to be able to, like, they'll have to make a decision with him, right? With how he looked last night, I say mm. find him a spot. Yeah. That new arm angle that he's sporting looked like it was carrying pretty damn good yesterday, other than a couple walks, but he found his way out of it. Mm. It looked very Brett Cecilish. <laughs> Walk yeah. a couple of guys and get three outs. <laughs> All right, so we'll carry, we'll carry on into the next series. Back to the Dome on Monday with the Red Sox. Rios looked like he got stronger and stronger as the game went on. Uh, had a little bit of trouble uh, in the beginning of the game for sure. I think it was in the second inning. Uh, he uh, he got uh, had the bases loaded and got himself out of it. Uh, George Springer makes an absolute high relay, real catch in left center field. Story of the game though goes to Bo Bichette hitting the grand slam in the eighth. Uh, for me, the big player, the big play in that inning though, besides uh, the Bichette uh, grand slam, was Zimmer getting that bunt down and yes. running like hell to beat awesome. it out. That was a huge part of that inning that I'm going to say probably gets overlooked after the home run, which, you know what, big grand slam to finish things, uh, not finish things off, but uh, kind of the nail in the coffin. Why wouldn't it? Uh, Tuesday, though, Blue Jays cough up the early lead, stick with it uh, with the help of Espinal once again with the uh, with a double and then Springer with a two-run tying home run in the ninth to send it to extras where Tapia hits a game-winning sack fly to left field. Um, we'll do, we're already halfway or only halfway through this series with Boston, so we'll just kind of get some general thoughts here. Um, anything that's standing out for either of you right now? Anything that concerns you through this Boston series? Anything beautiful? <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought it was pretty. Yeah, the swag's back. Yeah, it's gonna. It's the rest is gonna come quick. I think. So, um, you were talking about the Tapia walk off a moment ago, Chris, um, mm. and you were giving um, giving props to um, Brad Bradley Zimmer for getting that bunt down. How about Alejandro Kirk pitching out a freaking like twelve pitch at bat to draw a walk right before all that mm-hmm. in the ninth inning, or I mean the tenth mm-hmm. inning for uh, to even give Tapia a shot? So mm-hmm. same kind of thing. This team is just finding ways to grind things out, and that's the the freaking new team motto at this point <laughs> bring back mm-hmm. blue, the blue grit man <laughs> mm-hmm. you know i can't i can only make so many more dad jokes for the next level thing for our twitter account just <laughs> <laughs> anything standing up for you right now adam yeah i have to um i i have to to nut up and uh say that i was wrong about Kevin. um oh. i i i gave okay, myself we can hug a month. No, I gave myself a month of the season, and, uh, you know, it, it's it, it's sad when Cato and, I mean, Espinal's out playing him. Like, there's just no room for him. Where's he going to go? 
At this uh, point, you got to hope he goes to the minors and pl- just scorches he's got Buffalo. To. He's got to, dude. That's it's the, the only, only way to get back in this lineup and overshadow even Cato at this point. Who, yeah, <laughs> not for yeah. nothing, he played a hell of a first base last night. Yeah, and if he's not, if he being Kevin isn't playing right field, where is he playing? He it, it, first base is mostly occupied, of course, by Vladdy. But if Cato is gonna be able to to, to handle it on Vladdy's off days or whatnot, I just don't see. A place for him right now. He's got COVID right now, Kevin. Right? Mm, yes, um, sir. There was an article written on Jay's Nation saying that the best thing for him is probably to be sent down, and they've made comparisons to how uh, Teoscar handled it, and even Lourdes handled it when it happened. Um, I'm not expecting that sort of, you know, dichotomy in performance, um, but I do think, given the confidence level of Kevin is at an all-time low right now. And even he may be thinking uh, if there's a place for him on this roster. Um, I just, I think that's probably what's best for him. Got a problem. That's what's (laughs) best for him. He's got to. So what stood out for me the most is how players like Santiago Espinal is, it's not just a blip. Um, He's, he's producing for this team and he's earned the right, in my opinion, to be the everyday second baseman. I don't even think it's a question anymore. So, um, when you have a lineup that is exceeding expectations, despite having, not having rather, uh, a Teoscar Hernandez on the team, or even um, a Danny Jensen not being on the team, or should I say a Collins on the team, and they're still performing this well, um, they can beat anybody. Hitter, man. <laughs> they can beat anybody. And that, it, it, it wasn't, I, I mean, that you saw, maybe you would regard the Houston series as more impressive than this one right now. I certainly would. And I think we all sort of had the same sort of vibe that if you were going to pick a series in the month of April that they were going to lose, you probably point to that Houston series, especially being in Houston with Verlander starting game one. Um, and they were on a little bit of a roll before they ran into us, too. Yes, yes. Um, mm-hmm. Then It's the fact that they could, you know, they only lost by a pitch basically, or else it would have been a clean sweep. Um, and they still have an opportunity to win this series against Boston, um, at the very least split it. So they can be anybody. This team has shown me, specifically with this past two series, is that they don't quit. There is absolutely no quit in this team. And they legitimately believe that they can win any series. Mm-hmm. They can beat any team. And I don't know. Maybe 2015 was the last time that not only did the players believe it but like the fans saw it and gravitated towards it and shared it collectively um, but that wasn't so, even for a whole season not that even. was like right. as soon as the trade season. deadline happened we are yep. never losing again <laughs> yes <laughs> so. you're right so that's the vibe i'm getting from this team and it's it, it, to have it happen this early is awesome i you think remember the last time the team was even this good in april oh, they won eight of their last 10 ball games uh, they had one really hot April, but then it but yeah, it's, but the, really. The problem is, Chris, the your, the wheels are yeah. really, really, really turning for you right now. To even think of that shit. <laughs> yeah. There was one April where they they were really good, but then then the hamster fell off the wheel, if I recall. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think a large part of it, um in kind of a running theme and in the background of what we've been talking about so, so far are the role players on this team, the top be the even Espinal, uh, Colin so far, um, some of those mid guys in the bullpen, like Phelps or Merriweather right now. Um, for you guys, who has been the best or biggest role players so far uh, for you, Adam, it's got to be Espinal, but I don't even. Re- I, I don't regard him as would, a role player. I don't yeah. know if I would call him a role player anymore. At the beginning of the season, I would have called him a role player for sure. Right, but I don't right. know if you can now. So look, we'll we'll exclude Espinal. Uh, who of the other handful of guys that you would call role players has been the most impactful so far? Uh, let me split that. I think the most impressive to me in terms of exceeding expectations, has been Collins. I don't think we were expecting anything from Collins. No, um, I believe your exact tweet was, who the fuck is this guy? Probably. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Probably. Like, it, I probably just disregarded it because I think, you know, given the fact that we traded Reese McGuire for him, 
Um, but clearly it was just for a lefty bat and the stats show that he struck out a ton. So in terms of exceeding expectations, Zach Collins has been exactly what this team has needed exactly when we needed it. So there's that, uh, who has been the most impactful. I think when we talk about the positions of the scene that has been lost, that being specifically right field with Teo, uh, I think you could put Zimmer on the list. I mean, and Toppy. I, it's hard to differentiate Lumped who's been together. Yeah, really. Yes. Um, I I probably lean a little towards Tapia, but right now, especially this past. I mean, it's only a small sample size. These past two games with Zimmer, I've been impressed. So if if it's really in in between the ears things with him, because it, you you just hear nothing about him but potential and how he has never reached that potential. Um, if the Blue Jays are able to tap into that, not only is this lineup great, but the bench could be great too. And I don't know a team that has a great starting nine and a great bench at the same time. Oh, I have to go back to 93 when we had freaking, um, God, freaking Ed Sprague. Or 92, Ed Sprague was on that bench. Mm. <laughs> freaking uh, Derek Bell. <laughs> All these guys that were that went on for good major league careers. Not astounding but they ended up being good starters for other teams after they yeah. left the Blue Jays and they got their start on that bench um so but no that's that's the calling card of a great team not just the guys that are your main guys but the team that usually wins the world series is because of the role players and to your point chris um guys that really stood out to me i'm gonna sh- go defensive side here and shout out the two guys in our bullpen that have done really well uh david phelps has been a veteran anchor in our bullpen and kind of what we were assuming he was going to be again after we saw that, you know, wonderful glimpse last year before he unfortunately got hurt. He's picked right back up and hasn't missed a beat. And that wasn't a subtle injury Mm -hmm. to correct me if I'm wrong. It was ripped the muscle off of his bicep or something. It was something horrible. Something pretty (laughs) gross. If I remember correctly. So shout out to David Fels for picking right back up and, Oh, just coming back at, you know, I'm not saying he's ancient or old or anything, but the fact that he's definitely the, one of the oldest guys on this team, if not the oldest guy on this team, but um, to be able to just keep coming back from an injury like that and doing what he's doing at a high level, perfect. Um, and then the other guy that is completely snuck up and surprised the living hell out of me that he's actually been salvageable and good. Trent Thornton has found out a good way to eat up some of these innings in these games to give us a chance for like a comeback like last night. I know he mm-hmm. wasn't. Yeah, so the fact that he's found something to be that two-inning guy kind of in our bullpen, we needed somebody like that. And if Ross Stripling's going to be in the rotation because of all these other things we were talking about, somebody needed to step up and fill Strip's role. And Trent Thornton seems to be, I can't say solidifying that job because it's still, we know what has happened with Trent Thornton over the last couple of years, but to see him actually taking a stride and actually trying to make a home out of that spot has been very impressive to me. So I think as well, we need to talk a little bit about the elephant in the room and, and you guys touched on him coming out of it a little bit uh, earlier, but that's Boba Shett's bat. Um, defense has been incredible so far this year, but um, for a team that I'm going to flat out say it, they've been struggling to score runs almost the entire month of April or get any kind of offense going. Having your number two hitter hitting two... Uh, at two home runs, it really doesn't matter. But uh, a 208 batting average, a 238 OBP, and a 312 slugging, uh, 549 OPS when his career average is 828. It concerns me. Does it concern either of you, Craig? So I, I actually I was a guest over uh, the weekend, or actually it wasn't the weekend. Just felt like it. I'm out. I was on uh, the UK Blue Jays fans, uh, Red, White, and Blue Jays podcast nice. on Monday, mm-hmm. and we had talked about this topic just a bit and the fact that is he going to come around? What's going on? And right now, this is chalked up to I don't care because we're winning. He's going to get right. We know what kind of player he is, and we know the mentality he has. You know, he's turned around and worked probably even his ass off even harder than he was before. I think this is one of those things by the end of the year, we're looking at the stat sheet, and Boba Shett looks like Boba Shett. And right now, it just needs to be, don't do, don't worry about it. Just let it run. We talked about it last week that maybe the number two hole isn't the place that he 
becomes the normal Boba Fett or to that point takes it to the next level. <laughs> but um, it's debatable. I just think right now that first off that grand slam that he hit the other night as his first one of his career, that will be the giant light of the fire. I think that is Boba Fett's offense. And I think it's going to be fine. I'm, I'm not even scared one bit about it. And I'm honestly shocked that it's so far under the microscope that it hasn't been. Adam, do you see a heater uh, coming on in the near future for Bo? Um, I mean, we kind of touched on this last week when we talked about his position in the batting order. Um, I'm just not sure that he is the best fit for number two in the lineup. Um, I do have concerns with someone that swings that aggressively and is barely making contact. Um, and someone that acts like he's trying to hit for power, or at least that's his approach, and it's just not happening. Um, I don't know. I, I think, what did, we th- what did we say, Craig, last week, that maybe we bump him down to five or six? I think we were actually talking about putting him in the four spot and moving everybody up, I think, even a little bit, weren't we? No, I, I, I definitely I can't not recall. on the four train. Um, I can't so many get people there. that could bat solid in this two spot on this lineup that could get on base in front of even Bo Bichette. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'd rather have, I think we talked about it, I'd rather have Gurriel at the two spot, um, have Chapman at, maybe at the five, and then put Bo at the six. I just think it takes the pressure off him. I think it would change up his approach a little bit. Um, Am I concerned with the productivity? Not necessarily. I think I lean a little bit more towards what Craig is saying when it comes to uh, him just needing a matter of time to get right. Um, It's not what you ideally want to see from some guy that's been, you know, brought up in this organization as someone that's the future and, you know, the pedigree of being a Bichette. Um, But concerned? No. Am I keeping my eye on it? Yeah, absolutely. And if this bleeds into May, like if come May, mid-May, this is still the case, yeah, I'm concerned. And I'd very, very much, I'd be surprised if Charlie hasn't moved him out of the two-hole. Yeah. Can I make another random point here? Yeah. And not just so much specific to Boba Shett, but specific to baseball in general. Out of the teams in Major League Baseball, 30 teams, right? Only 11 of those teams are actually above what they call the, the good level of offense in baseball, which is the 100 mark on the WRC plus rating. They were talking about this on the uh, baseball network the other day, and I was like, you've got to be kidding me. That can't be right. Dove knew it, looked around. The Blue Jays, in this current terribleness that is no offense in Major League Baseball, they are the actually the second best offense according to WRC plus only being exceeded by Houston Astros. They have a 112 rating, which is, like I said, 12 points above above the good, crazy level of offense. This is a number that's down in Major League Baseball, period. Because last year, if you look at the stuff, this could be just April. But it's that number's more even out, like down to the 15, 20 level team. There's still people that have good offense. Right now, it's saying that, you know, clear obvious it's Colorado and Pittsburgh can't score runs on the bottom of this list and then you have the Blue Jays and the, the Astros at the top so it's not just so much that Boba Shed ain't hitting nobody in damn Major League Baseball is hitting unless you're somebody named Vlad <laughs> or something like that so I think it's getting mixed up into that same conversation that pitchers have a serious advantage these days over hitters mm-hmm. can you guys Take a stab at, in if you're looking at something or not, uh, right now, who is leading the Blue Jays, the top three players in war for the Blue Jays right now? I'll see if I can pull it up. No, I don't, don't pull, pull it up. Vladdy has to be up there. Vladdy has to be up Vladdy's number one. Okay, Springer? Nope. Wow, okay. Really? Manoa? Manoa's number three. Okay. Oh, this pulled last year's numbers. What kind of crap is that? Espinal? <laughs> no, don't pull it up. Espinal. <laughs> That's where I was going with. He's number two, um, yeah. Espinal is number two right now. And for what kind of seemed... How do I want to word this? I don't... Obviously, none of us, I don't think, saw him 
being on such a tear as he is right now. But the fact that he he's his defense is extremely good. He's becoming extremely consistent at the plate as well. But at the same time as being consistent, he's coming up in huge moments for this team. Huge moments. And being the shining star that we necessarily didn't expect him to be. We're we're seeing things out of Espinal that we should that we probably thought we would be seeing out of Bo. Uh, or or maybe Chapman. How much of an impact has Espinal been uh, thus far in April? And do you think he can carry this on, Craig? Haven't you heard the Boston Red Sox media yet? They're calling him Roberto Alomar reincarnated, for Christ's sake. <laughs> that's a little too crazy in my that's opinion. That's high praise. It's high praise, but that's coming from the Boston media. And I think the thing that's even more ironic, they're the ones that fucking gave him to us. <laughs> you know, true. he yeah. was traded for Steven Pierce just for mm-hmm. us to get him off his payroll. We got Santiago uh, Espinal and watching him turn into what he has turned into has been a surprise for most Blue Jays fans. And even to this guy that got the pleasure of watching him play in Buffalo and uh, New Hampshire and some places like that. Um <sighs> I, I knew he was going to find some offense, but I didn't think it was going to be anything like this. You know, the defense was always going to be his best part of his game, and I thought he was going to look more like a John McDonald. Yes. Now he's starting to look like he might be more in the ballpark of maybe Aaron Hill without power, you know, so mm-hmm. with the defense. <laughs> Adam, is this sustainable? Yeah, I think so. I think, yeah. I, I think obviously I don't think he's going to be hitting like this every single month of the season, but I think come the end of the season, this will be about where he's at, if not a little bit better. Um, he's always been an outstanding... Oh, no. Wait a minute. Sorry. Yeah, you just saw the same thing I just saw, apparently. Yeah. Oh, no. Uh, Vladdy's down. Uh-oh. Um, sorry. Jesus. He's okay. walking it off, and he, Montoyo's trying to give him the bat. <laughs> or he wants the bat, and Montoyo won't give it to him. <laughs> okay. Um, the damn bat. Anyway got to give it to him uh, um i think montoyo's actually it looks like he's either making him walk it off further or he's gonna just make him walk to the damn dugout they stopped on the third base side of the blue jay duck uh plate anyway okay right it now. was just it was just off his foot it's a foul ball off his foot he'll be fine it's bloody he'll be fine unless he's um, Matt freaking williams and he has a foot made of glass <laughs> nope <laughs> he's got the bat we're okay <laughs> yep um sorry i i he's always been a great defender i remember last year um it was i was very apprehensive about saying at the time that he was the best option for third base that the blue Jays had um, because he was such an unknown and just, just a bench guy. Answered because it was Espinal and not Biggio or because I always knew Kevin was really not were. a good third baseman. Kevin, yeah, oh, you were even being the biggest Biggio fan that he is. He was saying that's a bad idea last it's year. A bad just idea. Saying. <laughs> yeah. He was playing out of position. I, I knew okay, that. Um, but now that Chapman was traded on the team you you had to wonder you know yeah you had to have wondered how was he gonna fit and he came into spring training so fucking determined and let's just say it yoked right he he, santiago espinal does not skip leg day and it has been shown um (laughs) he you watching your TV? Apparently, Vlad doesn't skip foot day either. Just saying, he beat the love of crap out of that pitch, and I can't believe oh, right yeah. into the ground, and somehow still makes leg out after fouling a ball off his left foot. Just and we nuts. have a tie game. Um, we have a tie game. RBI on a bad foot. He, uh, nice. I, I think he's the best option at second base. I think just given where he's at when it comes to the war for this team, um, he's a valuable asset. I don't think that is necessarily sustainable. Um, you would hope a guy like Springer or maybe when Teo gets back that they'll be a little bit more valuable for this team than Santiago Espinal. That is not uh, trying to disparage his talents. It's just you want those players to be a little bit more valuable. He's not supposed to be a third of our third war guy on this team. Second. Second. <laughs> second. I thought you second. said Manoa was second. Oh no, my God, Manoa was third. <laughs> you know, uh, it should. Teoscar, Teoscar's only played six games this year, and he already has a half game of war. <laughs> Just saying. So and to should... that point, he actually ran the bases and stuff today. So hopefully that means yeah. he's getting this much closer. There you go. Yeah. So mm-hmm. sustainable in terms of this level of production, you'll see a little bit of dips. But it, do I think this is his floor? 
Yeah. And if this is his floor, that's pretty fucking good. Mm-hmm. It's a, still an elite Major League Baseball player, especially yes. for the position at second base. Yes. So, mm-hmm. you know, all the talents at shortstop throughout the Major Leagues, <laughs> we can have some more mm-hmm. of it over second base. It's starting to make me feel better about not throwing a brick of money at Marcus Semyon. I can tell you that. Marcus yes. Semyon's been horrible this <laughs> He's year. He's been terrible. He's Isn't been he terrible. Been like 190, something like that. If that. And you can't say it's because and of he, new surroundings because he had nothing but all new surroundings in three different ballparks last year. <laughs> mm-hmm. We'll carry it on really quickly to touch on this because I think this is a little bit overshadowed. Uh, a very big part of what's been going on uh, this April. And the team has been preaching that they've wanted to be better on defense and holy shit. Have they been better on defense this year between Matt Chapman, Matt Chapman. Good Lord. That guy's arm is incredible from like just weird angles and super long throws. Like I don't gasp. I don't hold my breath anytime that the ball gets hit near that guy because he's going to make that throw. Bo is Bo's had some ups and downs a little bit, but largely he's been working with Tulo uh, and has conversations with him uh, th- throughout the year so far. Uh, and he's looking damn near like a reincarnation of Tulo on both sides of the ball uh, so far, to be honest. But um, Espinal's been really good. Zimmer's been really good out in the outfield. Toppy has been pretty good. Uh, and Springer's been really good in the, out- in the outfield. Um, how big has this defense been and what's the biggest standout on improvement for you guys uh from last year adam well i, I mean I, I think you nailed it i think it's got to be third base right? having a yeah. third baseman a yeah legit a every day yeah third baseman um <laughs> as you mentioned Bo has improved um i was always concerned about the arm strength and it seems to be that, with the exception of a couple of throws, uh, I forget which one in particular came to mind that he came up lame and it cost Vladdy. It, 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 was it a wild throw? And Vladdy, I, I don't remember. But, well, it was um, the one when he, when he got stepped on, wasn't it? I think it was that. In New York, yeah, and then went off and hit three home runs? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe it was it that. not think about the pitchers. Um, just, he's worried about his foot or, you know, his hand and everything. <laughs> there's a couple times where he came up lame with the throw, but it, it, otherwise, for the most part, he's got some zip on the ball. Um, and again, you put uh, Santiago Espinal at second base. Mm-hmm. Um, you That's that's a solid just around him this year. Is yeah, that much better. So you can't worry about Bo ever having bad, you know, a few bad days while he's getting used to those two guys around him. No, 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 you know? not at all. There's no and, way in hell. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah oh, no, I, I, I'm done on that. Oh, <laughs> That's yeah. all I can say. <laughs> and with the outfield, I mean, like we've talked about how Teo isn't the best right fielder. You could argue that they're, the replacements that they have in the outfield are a little bit better defensively than Teo. You could make that argument, obviously not at the plate, but you could make that argument. And Guriel is just like a unicorn when it comes to his defense. It's just, it's unnaturally good. No, it's just unnaturally good. Like it, he somehow square uh, peg round holes it, and he he makes it fit. So the biggest upgrade, obviously, would have to be Chapman and and Espinal. And I think when you have legitimate fielders playing their positions. You're, you're bound to be better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just to add to the third baseman thing that you were chiming in on um, with Matt Chapman over there. Do you, would it, would it shock you if that man could actually like do like a one hand stand and still be able to gun somebody out with that freaking rifle he's got attached to his yeah. right arm? It, mm-hmm. It's it's insane. And, and the fact that he's making him from it's, he's making Nolan Arenado look like a, not as good third baseman. And that guy has been consistently one of the best third basemen for like a decade. I'm <laughs> just yeah. saying. So oh my God, it's just, it's, it's so cool to see somebody that depth level of defense at third base on AstroTurf for most of the games too. And that's the mm-hmm. impressive part. I think that gets lost in the shuffle here too. So mm-hmm. that whole infield now is solid anchored. And Adam, to your point about Teo being a bad right fielder or maybe, you know, just not the best of defensive right fielders, this is a team that was winning how many games with Jose Bautista in right field? Oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. No, no, no. I get it. Yeah, like, you can hide people out there. No. Yeah, and to that yeah. point, at least Teo's got the arm to cover up for it. And he's fast. Yes. He gets yes. two balls. 
So mm-hmm. it might not be the best route. It might not be the best looking, but he's going to get there quick enough to be able to maybe gun somebody out or keep him at first base when he has to. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, before we get to the fun stuff, Craig, give me the minor league report. Who's looking hot? Who's not? What should make me look excited right about? <laughs> well, well you're, the minor league, you're the minor league expert. You give me the. I also don't have a life be anymore about? between uh, <laughs> work and whatnot. So. Just say Gabriel Mourinho, and it works. And to that point, I should just say Gabriel Mourinho, and <laughs> yeah. everybody would be happy. It just works. Um, to that point, we're actually seeing one of those guys that got called up today, and uh, fuck, why am I slipping his name? I said three times the show already. That's good. <laughs> yes. He's going to be a very intriguing arm for Blue Jays fans. And um, if he can actually stick in the bullpen, as another insanely talented lefty that we have in our bullpen. And it'll be very good stuff for Charlie Montoyo to be able to truck him out there and do what he's been doing. Um, I'm slipping the other guy's name and my stat sheet's not loading up quick enough. Um, to that point, I know this will be a weird one for Blue Jays fans, but we saw a little bit of him in the uh, spring training. But Nathan Lukes has been hitting the ball pretty damn well. In Buffalo, we've been 328. Um, another Blue Jays shout-out from the past. 10 RBIs for Logan Warmoth already. Nice. So there's some there's something cooking down there. And uh, let me get to the pitching because there was somebody else I wanted to talk about. Oh, let me let me interrupt you real quick. I think Rocha has just got called to Buffalo, too. He did. Yes. And so, so did somebody else. And unfortunately, because of the fun with the minor league stat keeping, you can, <laughs> apparently they don't want to give me everybody. But Casey Lawrence was the other guy I wanted to talk about. He's been in the Blue Jays system for what seems like forever. He's put in a hell of good start to his uh, minor league season with 22 innings and a 2.82 ERA. So that's only seven earned runs over those innings. And for minor leagues, that's pretty damn good. That translates to, if you were talking major league equivalent, right around four ballpark for the quote-unquote better hitters so that's that's a bullpen arm so worst case scenario there's some more part, parts down there in the blue jays system that actually would be possible plugins if we needed something else going on so that is mm-hmm. just calls out more good things to this major league team that we have it's as good as it can be right now and it can get better when we get a few key guys back in jansen and tay oscar but there's it's, this this team has got more depth than people realize, mm-hmm. I think. And going down in the Buffalo is only one big thing. And then the fact that obviously your favorite man crush down in New Hampshire is still kicking the crap out of the ball from your spring training. Come on, Chris. Gosh, he's still kicking the ball really good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how I haven't uh, I haven't been paying attention at all. How are New Hampshire and uh, Buffalo doing this year so far? I have to you pull know? it up. I, I uh, don't have it right in front of me. I'm trying to get there. That's fine. Website only goes so fast when I'm recording. So I knew they That's were fine. above 500, and the, the Bisons are actually leading the International League East, which isn't a surprise with what I was just telling you. I knew they were above yeah. 500, but I didn't realize they were actually four games above 500 at 12 and 8. Nice. So seeing them they're on, looking really good. I'm seeing them on Sunday. Nice. They're oh, going right. to be up in your area, right? They'll be in Worcester, kid. There you go. Go see They'll some Worcester. They'll be over in fucking Worcester, kid. <laughs> So you'll, oh, you'll be fun. doing the minor league report next week then. Got it. Sure. I'll be seeing Groshans. <laughs> I'll be seeing Mourinho. Uh, I'll be better I'll be... prepared for next week. <laughs> Which is weird because I'm seeing them May 1st, so I'm going to be seeing them the day before the roster trimming. So. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Fun, fun. So. All right, Craig, you want to do, uh, you want to reveal the winner of your contest? Sure. Why don't we go there? And I'm hoping that we're all listening. So just for everybody's awareness, we did the retweet and follow fun. If you have not been listening, we're going to do, I'm going to try to do something every week, even if it's something little, maybe it's not going to be something as expensive as this little guy. That is actually a like kind of false Lego brick blue Jays hat. They were selling, I think these bricks things in the Jays shop at one point. So we got, we got to do a retweet and follow contest for this. And basically, I just put a random little number on everybody's names that were nice enough to retweet it and let it pick a number. And it came out with Ben Wyman, who is in Nottingham, England. So I guess I got to hurry up and find a way to ship this thing to England. (laughs) (laughs) So to our friends in the UK that have been great followers of us, and uh, thank you for very much for the uh, Steve Hunter and whatnot at the um, Red, White, and Blue Jays UK podcast. 
I'm very grateful I was able to come on your podcast yesterday, and apparently I get to send you all a gift from, uh, you know, over here in the States anyway, where I'm hiding. <laughs> so. Oh, oh, Ben, yeah, yeah, I talked to him about uh, a band that I'm into. Hell yeah, Ben. Yeah, he's, all right. He's been a longtime follower of the show and somebody that loves to chit-chat with us. So, Ben, shout out to you for uh, getting the random number generated to win your prize this week. I'll uh, direct message you after the show here to make sure that you can claim your prize. And if you, for some reason, don't hurry up and claim it, I'm going to have to find somebody else, man. No, don't <laughs> I'm just claim kidding. It, no. <laughs> I'm just no, playing. Ben's going to keep <laughs> So, Ooh. we'll talk to you after the show. All right, and so we'll, we'll go into picks to click and finish us off for tonight. So Craig, what do we got on that? So picks to click. We, uh, what did we agree that we were giving him last week? Uh, Adam, I forgot to write it in. Oh, that's right. <laughs> uh, so we, we have designated people. So mine is, I guess always Kevin who has COVID. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, it's your man crush you Monday. No, I, I know you then. did. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, I, I sent you a pr- I sent you a private message. I said Manoa, and if nobody picks Manoa, Guriel, I picked Manoa. Okay, somebody, so so you got go you got Lourdes then. Uh, okay. What do we? Because we gave Ryu to to Brandon. Brandon. I was uh, Kirk. You got Kirk. Who do we give to, <laughs> to Chris? It was oh, oh it was his man. uh new Cy Young pick. <laughs> But Manoa was gonna... his Cy Young pick. Oh, wasn't Manoa. It? Yeah. No. Yeah. So was it? no because then we said that's but Manoa's not fair. already picked on this. <laughs> we said that's not <laughs> he was fair. Too He's good. too good. <laughs> He's too good. He's too good. You get ghost. You get uh, ghost K Katoa. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I forget who we who we picked for you, but because we all picked shitty people, not people. Shitty. <laughs> Speaking of shitty people, a shitty person that said that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. You guys are wonderful. Um, it, we didn't we didn't pick the A team. Yeah. Let's just say. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. How about he gets okay. uh Kikuchi <laughs> or a default pick? Maybe it was. I think it actually was. I think that's might have been what it was. Yes, I feel like I should have wrote that on the did. sheet. I think we did. Oh boy. Oh god. <laughs> see what you got to see did. what happens when you don't show up? <laughs> yeah. You get stuck with yeah. Katoa or somebody on your uh bench. <laughs> All right. So, so anyways, to that point, I I had George Springer. Chris, we had you as Lourdes, who had a pretty solid week. Then we had Adam with Alec Manoa, and Brendan had Chapman. And guys, Ooh, that's three, tough. three of those names I'm pretty yeah. tossed up on. And I don't – everybody had a key, pit, a key hit out of those two with Springer and Lourdes. And then uh, mm-hmm. Manoa had – he was Manoa, just saying. Yeah. <laughs> so, the reason um, why I went Manoa, and this is gonna, I'm gonna disqualify myself, disqualify myself from this, is because it was under the assumption that we were also gonna record tomorrow, so we would have had two starts under his belt. So seeing as though that, that he only had, good. yeah, but I'm still gonna. I don't think it's as impactful as personally. I don't think it was as impactful as Springer. Mm-hmm. So technically, seeing we were planning on recording tomorrow, we should probably maybe hold yeah. off the winner. But right now, all right, you're you're in need, I think, of a Manoa acing. Yeah, I mean, he, we'll do it. I honestly want to say that as much as my pick for Springer, he had a couple of giant hits for this team. That was about those two giant hits were about it. And the catch, um, no, the highlight reel catch, catch, the highlight reel catch. catch. Um, the most consistent guy out of all those, I would say, for a, a week. I picked him last week. Was Loris Gurriel Jr. He he just found a way to get on base and have hits for this team all week. Mm. So, I guess we'll see how Manoa does, and we'll put it up to a fan vote maybe. <laughs> okay. Pick. That works. Yeah. 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 yeah we works. can do that. So to that point, Ryu for Brendan. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, no, we can't. So I guess the next thing is uh, if tomorrow counts, going for the rest of the week for we have Houston and then the Yankees. Can't remember. Blanking. I'll tell you right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know we have Houston. Yeah. Um, I just forget who we have after going into May. Yeah, it is the Yankees. It's the, yeah, yeah, they're coming Yankees. to Toronto, but no. they're all fully vaxxed, so they'll all oh, be playing. Oh, no. Yeah, they'll scary. be there. I don't, care. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Did you see that Giancarlo Stanton hit his 350 home run today? 50th. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And he's the seventh quickest player to do that in history. I just, with all the injuries and crap that he's done, I'm surprised he's even in that conversation of seventh quickest. 
<laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. So it's shocking to me. But that, to your point, Chris, I don't care. Just Major League Baseball news. And Miggy's a beast. Just saying. <laughs> um. So, Chris, you're the host, and you missed last week. You want? What are you thinking for the record of that week over the next week? Uh. So we have what three against Houston and three against three, and three I think New York. Three and three. three, and three. three, and three. Yes, sir. I'll go. I'll go four and two then. Okay. Lose this one series. In direction. Yeah. Just just win series. Yep. Two and one. Two and one. Good deal. Adam. I'm going to say the same. Two and one, two and one. I'm worried that the Houston Astros are going to turn around and just truck us for this series and do the flip. So I'm worried that we're going to go three and three over the next week. We've got lose the series to lose our first series to the Astros, then do better against the Yankees. Uh, and that's mostly just because that. I that have to pick home. something else and I can't pick a sweep in either of those. Yeah. It's also going to be interesting to see if any of the Astros players aren't vaccinated. Right, we already have confirmation right. about the Yankees, so I don't know about Houston. Did you guys mm-hmm. notice that that whole conversation was just eerily quiet? Red Sox, we knew everything, and it was all fucking monster blow up because of Cora, and then him getting COVID and da da da. da. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yankees, don't worry about it. We're all vaxxed. All of a sudden, magically. <laughs> no, I think they saw it coming. Right, I think they see and they planned them. accordingly. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But then the Houston thing. Well, and so somebody made somebody made the, the comment. Somebody made the comment as well, like for Judge to miss ten plus games in Toronto this year in a walk year, like that could be huge that money he's he's missing out on. So yeah, well, yeah. there's that, and then the fact that it also just being bluntly honest, I don't see this changing for next season even at this rate either. No, so. No. His first year of wherever he plays next year might be also down 10 games. Mm-hmm. Although with the new schedule, if they push that through like they're planning on. Yeah. Nice. Katoa guy's first hit. Yeah. <laughs> so, yep. um, so to that point, it could be the same thing next year for him. So he better mm-hmm. just, somebody had to hurry up and just anybody on the team just needed to hurry up and do it. The Yankees are in that ballpark where yeah. they're not comfortable at by any means doing what they're doing it looks like on a baseball field right now and there's hoping for that big hit or that big pitching inning or whatever this so far this year mm-hmm. <sighs> they had to they couldn't afford yeah, to lose any had of those to. games yep and that's yeah. probably what it came down to so mm-hmm. anyway whoever wants to go first for the uh picks the clicks and we haven't announced a wiener yet <laughs> um i'll right, go Adam. yeah um I'll go Chapman. Gonna go Chapman. Chappy. Mm-hmm. Sorry about the pregnant pause. I had to think. <laughs> <laughs> think, 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 think. Yeah. So, Christine, I'm the one running this deal to, on the picks to click, then I'm going to let you go. <laughs> and you didn't get the picnic last week. I'm very torn between three people. <laughs> Springer. There you Good go. Point. You just want to make sure I didn't, you know, we had the no pick in a row week and I had him last week. <laughs> um, hmm. You know what? I'm going to ride. I, yes, I almost, I almost, yeah, I almost wanted to go with <laughs> Garcia. But. I'm going to ride Espinal for this whole thing because he's been on a hot streak and uh, yeah. yeah, we're going to see what that's happens on that. And we'll right, get uh, pick. Brendan's pick here for that and go from later. Um, we're right, basically right at the hour mark, Chris. So unless some, yeah, just to give you a heads. Yeah. Yeah. I think that just about wraps everything up unless you guys have anything else. Nah. Another congratulations to Ben on winning the Lego box. <laughs> oh, yeah. Congratulations. Golf, golf clap. Yes. <laughs> Shout out to Ben. Listen to more monuments. Um, <laughs> go Raptors playoff game go tomorrow Raptors. on Thursday. They they could be the first team in NBA history to win a playoff season being down 3-0. So go Fair Raptors. Right. Yes, that was a fun game. I actually watched that game the other night. Oh that my god, fun. dude! And I'm not even a basketball so fan. And I watched it. It was so on the fun. edge of my seat. So fun. None of this Premier League, whatever that Brendan watches. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Everyone has their thing, but. Um, <laughs> 
uh, you know, go he, Raptors. You know he's yelling at his t- his uh, computer right now in re- rehab. Yeah, he's in re- <laughs> No, no, they don't. They don't allow messaging in rehab. They don't. They don't allow technology there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's it's a it's a one hundred percent cleanse. You know? He's on a very very yeah, strict it, pitch it, count. Yes. Yeah, it's it's a quiet it's a it's a quiet loving place. Yes, yes. Lots of soft materials. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't want anybody to get hurt. No. All right. Let's set up for tonight. I don't think we have to go any further. We'll uh, we will leave it there for tonight. Make sure you guys check out Jay's journal. Make sure you guys check out Stadium Scene. Thank you very much for helping us along in this fantastic ride. We will end this as we always do. Two claps and a Ric Flair. Ready? One, two, three. Woo! Woo! Let's go, Let's go Blue, Jays. Blue Jays and Raptors. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.